it's just different. Hopeless at one point, and they have an opportunity to make you go harder, make you get in that booth and just really express that hopelessness. Like, man, y'all don't understand. This is like, you know what I mean? You dig from a different place. That, that bottom of your soul, that pit, homie, where, your, where, where you felt like the shit was... Shit, if in your mind it ain't gon' happen, shit, it probably won't I took some risks, some people probably won't That's how I grateful for the fruits of all my labor Hard to live and know you sick, I'd rather be with my creator Think the time's up Alright, welcome back to another episode of 4 Insight Podcast This is your host, Mike Obi And it's your boy, London Ogletree, back for some more gems How's your week going today, man? It's a long week, you know, a whole lot going on, staying busy out here, but, you know, everything's going well, man. Just one day at a time. How about you? Yeah, it's been good. Back on my, um, I kind of slipped off of my diet for like two to three weeks, and now last week was the first time really getting back on it. So I'll say like mentally everything is good from a scale of one to ten. I'll say it's about eight or nine. Yeah. I'm always trying to, always room for improvement, but, you know, as long as things are progressing forward, that's all we can ask for. Always. So uh, before we get into the episode, obviously, we appreciate everybody who continues to rock and support the content. And we, we just ask that you guys continue to do so by following our YouTube channel at 4Insight. You can also follow us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. Continue to leave us five-star ratings to help boost an algorithm and keep on spreading the gems to the culture. So now we've got another pressing issue for us to discuss this one's something i don't think we really have touched on too much a little bit maybe here and there but we're really going to dive deep into it so a common impact of hustle culture that we're in right now is this feeling of being alone or feeling like people have to figure out life on their own so just on that statement what do you think and do you agree do you disagree or what do you think um i come from the i always come from the angle of being alone to get through my stuff so if anybody um, comes to me with that, I'm gonna always sit there and say, figure it out yourself, figure out how to do it your own way. If not, not everybody wants to hear your problems at the end of the day. So it's like, if you do have a support team, say you have a little circle, mm. then it's cool to have that. But at the same time, I say do things by yourself because people are just not gonna rock with you how you think they rock with you. Yeah, I mean, I always say be prepared to go out on your own. If you get support, great. You know, um, me who's into fragrance now and trying to, you know, make make rounds and kind of make my mark in that industry. Mm-hmm. One at my project that I've been working on by myself, and you know, I have people around me like, why don't you just hire somebody to do it? Why don't you just rely on these people to do it? It's like because one, I don't want to have to rely on other people for something that I'm trying to create for myself, and like it's my legacy at the end of the day. It's my name. Mm-hmm. I'm putting on it so at the end of the day i should be able to rely on me first and foremost uh, and then on top of that it's like you know i, I feel like there's more pride to take when you're able to kind of get out the mud and not just pay for it to be done it's kind of like what we talked about with yard work you know that ability to be taught to get it on your own and be able to you know put the bone work in to figure it out get the formula right and then you know when you do get something great you know that you did it and it was all you you take more pride in it that way i think that's what like I struggle with is because like we do come from that type of environment of getting it your own way, getting out the mud, work hard for it. So like when people say use the word like networking and stuff, it was so hard for me to learn that. So I'm like, technically like I don't need y'all for me where I'm gonna get to, but at the same time, you kind of do need people. But I think if you do 80% you and 20% networking, then 
that's how I look at it. Like, I don't really want nothing from a handout. I kind of want things from just myself. And then, then you don't really got to, because like how I look at it, I think everybody's a motive. And it's like, if you sit there and somebody helps you and then you do make it, and then say that person that helps you did not make it, then they're going to be like, oh, I helped him. So he should be trying to help me. And it's like, to me, it just gets too confusing. I really just stay in my lane. I really just do what the heck I was supposed to do and then get it that way. So to me, I like being alone and I like doing it my way. And then if I have a genuine group of people around me, then then I ask for help, but usually I won't. I love that, Ray. So you brought up that 80% you, 20% networking. I mean, that's, I think about what it has to be. It's almost like in fitness, right? Like they say, 80% of the progress you see is in the kitchen. And then that extra 20% exactly. put in the gym is kind of the same mm-hmm. to be applied. Like most of it is going to be the work that you put in and you have to work hard. The network and knowing people is, you know, the, that extra, like being able to work smarter, not harder. So if there's something that you don't know or you're not familiar with, then you can maybe tap into the people who, you know, say, Hey, did y'all know how to do this? Or where did you guys go for this? You know, that's the type of thing where for me, I understand I don't know everything. So that's where I rely on my support system or the people I know. And like, hey, yo, L, did you do this differently? Or I try, I'm trying this. What do you think about this? I think that's perfectly fine. And that's how it should look. But the whole thinking everybody else is going to do the work for you, I think you're setting yourself up for failure in that aspect if if you're taking on that mindset. Yeah, 100%. Now, this this next point, um, is something I think is a big factor, but people don't whether don't feel comfortable or don't like talking about, but I think this is kind of a, a big influencing part, which is we're in a time where there are more single unit support households than ever, really. And what kind of impact do you think that has had on the kids coming up in these next generations, ours and even the ones uh, coming up after us? What do you think about that? I have a two part to this. Is that? Is that okay? So I didn't know that. that's a good uh, fun fact uh, that we're growing up in more single, like you sound like single parent homes. Yeah, single parents. So that's a that's a definitely yeah. Mm, so that being said, that definitely plays a big part of of a kid's direction of life. If you just grew up in a single parent home, because it's like how I look at it is I was fortunate enough to have both my parents in the household, but it was a lot of domestic violence. It was a lot of um, tearing things down mistreating this and this so I feel like I hindered having two people in the household but at the same time by these kids not having these kids not having like a dad or a mom in the household they're gonna always think like well what would it been if I had like my dad or my mom in this household mm-hmm. but at the same time they're gonna lose a lot of, they're gonna have a lot of anger growing up because they're gonna say it's they're gonna have a lot of what ifs yeah. A lot of what ifs is going to turn into, um, well, if I had my dad, well, maybe I would have been this. Or if I had my mom, maybe I would have been this. But on the other side, you can think of how I had it. Like, maybe I'm like, well, if I just had my mom, well, we've been better off than just having what we saw. Mm-hmm. So for me, it hinders the kid, but it also makes them stronger. Yeah. But when I say the type of trauma they hold on to, they hold on to stuff differently. It's like, they don't trust people no more. It's going to be hard to prove their point. And that's going to take it through 20, 30 years. They're going to have to go through a first breakup, most likely. Nine times out of 10, your first relationship, you're going to have a breakup. It sounds horrible, but you're probably going to break up with them. That's going to probably be your first love. 
then you're gonna be like you're gonna put in that i've never had a dad or a mom in the household i just had one of them it started with that then it came with my relationship now i don't trust none of y'all so it just keeps carrying on that's kind of why i think having a single parent household can mess you up in a way so it kind of that's honestly the perfect segue into the next point is how does potential childhood trauma impact people as adults Right. And I think it's like you said, they build on it. Maybe they are stronger in the end. You know what I'm saying? You look at a LeBron James who had a single mom. Right. And a lot of those stories, a lot of the athletes that make it to the NFL, you, you see them draft day. I was able to do it and I could provide for moms. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. you know, Stephen A. Smith, uh, I saw a TikTok, uh, one of his interviews he did recently, and he was talking about how the greatest moment of his life was whenever he got his first check at uh, ESPN to do quite frankly. And because he got that payday, he was able to go to his mom's workplace and say, hey, you're done. You don't got to do, no do this no more. It's, it's stuff like that. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, what what are they holding on to? What happen, What type of resentment? Are they able to find peace with that resentment? Or do they, do they harbor it? And then that maybe affects their family that they start because they didn't get that side of the nourishment, right? They didn't get the fatherly you know, stern direction or the motherly nurturing. And so now everything is overcorrected or over, uh, overlaid to one end of the spectrum. They, they talk about this with, um, with boys who grow up in single parent, who grow up with single moms, especially, right? This whole thing of, you know, I don't, I don't, it's interesting what people think, but this is what they say is like, they, they tend to take on more maternal components, more maternal you know, tendencies as far as their personality, right? Maybe they are because they grow up with a mother, they become more emotional, becoming more emotional, they aren't as emotionally mature, right? So those are the type of things that are just for people to think about, or is this something that's really happening? And that's where maybe going to therapy or really being able to have self-reflection, having a, a community. This is why coaches, the right coaches are big, you know, because they can really be able to steer uh, a young person in the right direction. You know, me, who's the coach now, that's a lot of what I think about. I tell my um, some my kids all the time. It's like I don't want y'all just to see me as a teacher who just is about you know your grades, but I'm invested in you guys' success, right? I I care about y'all as human beings, right? I want y'all to be successful humans, you know, members of society, not just successful students. And so all those things are things for people to think about, you know, in my opinion. No, I, you hit. Everything I was going to say, you ended up saying this. Also, let me just let him finish. Um, I think that's what you said is 100% correct. And it's like it, everybody needs help from somebody. So it could be it's not just the parents. It's the teachers. It's the coaches. It's the it's the uh, friends, moms. It's the aunties. It's, the, it's To me, it's everybody has to play a part in all these kids' role. So when I see a kid, for example, I went to a graduation party last week. Yeah. Um this kid was, he's a sophomore, in, he's a sophomore in high school. We know at that age where he had a different upbringing than maybe what we had. He was more privileged, this and this, he goes seven lakes. So he's one of those kids who were just rebellious, do whatever, say what he, he was saying, whatever he wants to his parents. He's like, I smoke this, I smoke marijuana, I do that. And he, he's in trouble for, it. he's a sophomore in high school. But at that age, it's like, Listen to your parents. To me, I think he needs his ass whooped. Don't get me wrong, but that's just what I think he needed. But the dude is so smart. He's a sophomore in high school and he flies planes, literally. Like he flies planes. I'm like, he asked me, like, this is, and excuse me, like, he's like, how do you get, the, I just, just shut up. He's like, how do I get these girls like this? How do I get that? I said, honestly, I said, it's okay to get girls because you're at that age in your life, whatever, but focus on your body, how you look, 
your money, always make sure your money is right. And also the number one thing that I always preach is don't do anything because everybody else is doing it. Be your own man, have your own say. So I think me, us coming into a grown up, we're grown now. So it's like, we, we're going to have kids now who might not, might have trauma or we might have kids who, who might go across these things. And I think for you, now that you're a coach, um and me just if I come across anybody that's younger than me I always give them the free game it's like I'm not trying to be that old person who'd be like let me just not say this this because you never know who you run into that person could be about to do something that you don't even think of and you could have just changed his whole life so for me you can eliminate that trauma from stuff in the household by having somebody but man I was going through something at home but you know what coach coach uh coach Obi just talk to me and he just made sure that I was heard and that's all I need to hear and for that you are the person that I come up to and that's my mentor boom you didn't save this kid's life so mm. to me it's a it's a, everybody everybody has to help and that's why I think teachers some teachers go in there just to teach but the good teachers are the people who are trying to go above and beyond and help them kids because that's that's what it's about is helping everybody around you yeah I mean it, the importance of having a support community i mean in my culture we talk about a village raising a child it's not just your parents your parents can't be with you every single minute every single day they can't watch you forever so you know the people who you spend time with outside can be able to steer you like hey you're you're, you're kind of you're slipping man or you know you're falling in with the wrong crowd be careful of that and my thing is i, I try to be as real world applicable in my classroom and you know even on the field and when i'm when i'm not even coaching when i'm at the gym and i'm and i'm talking to little bros or you know, young ladies and stuff like that. Like, I'm always trying to tell, like, truth to prepare them. It's not to scare you, but it's like, yo, this stuff really does happen. It's not all sweet. You know what I'm saying? And as a result, you got to be prepared. Now, this is what I can do. This is what I can tell you. This is what I have seen. And this is how I can kind of, you know, be able to help you. You know what I'm saying? And having that ability, like, because I had people do this for me. Like, this is why it's so it's such a big deal for me. Because it's like, I had people pouring to me when I could have gone down the wrong path for I could have let anger or whatever the case, you know, steer me in the wrong direction. It's like, nah, man, you you just don't know what you're capable of. You know, you just got to right. believe in yourself. It's all like, all right, I had that done for me. Now a lot of my purpose is helping people. My purpose is helping people in any way that I can. So it's like being being a coach, being a fragrance person, everything is geared towards trying to provide value. And then doing that, you're only helping the world be a better place. And you're up and kind of create the next generation of young leaders instead of followers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I've noticed um, in this upcoming generation? What, what are these generations? Uh, Zen, you know, Gen Z, technically. Zen, yeah, Gen Z. I don't know. Whatever. These Gen those Z. people. <laughs> those people. Um, and even some in our generation, um, we have a hard time taking constructive criticism. And uh, I remember you told me a little thing about your little players and stuff, which you told me offline, but it's like, they don't know that it's best. And that's, I finally understand what my parents and older people is like, you'll get it when you get older. Mm -hmm. And now I finally understand that it's cause like, when you're young, you just be like, why is everybody trying to tell me something? Like they don't know what the heck they are talking about, but you gotta give them their credit and their stripes because they've been in this situations. For you, for example, you, you play football, you, went to like college for like you just can you can tell them more than what they even know because they don't they're not even even in their in their primes of their football career so mm -hmm. for you you're doing this because you know how passionate you were and you know the potential these kids can go to so 
to me, I think it's going to affect their adulthood by you being hard on them in a good way because it's like Coach Obi started this off in junior high. Mm-hmm. So when I go to high school, this ain't nothing for me. So it's like, to me, that's why I like how, how you said it. So to me, that's why I think coming those people coming into your life outside of your family can affect your adulthood in different ways. So I just keep going and being positive in that way. Well, definitely. Now let's talk about this ability to network and the importance of learning how to network. Because I think that is part of having a supportive community is being able to talk to people and being able to kind of get out of that mold. Because you and I are both largely introverts. I, <laughs> again, if, the- if L had met, OB at 19, 2021, 20, completely different person. I was not a person who liked talking to people. I was always kind of to myself. You know, I wasn't really about really having too many friends or make, making friends. I wasn't like that at all. But then I had to start learning as I was going out, like, that's not going to work, especially if you're trying to do what I'm trying to do now. It's like, you're going to have to learn how to speak to people. You're going to have to learn how right. to get out of that. So for you, I want you to go first about how you learned how to network for yourself. Um, that was, that was hard for me. Um, like I said, like as in high school and college, you had to take a speech class. Mm-hmm. I, I used to always try to avoid going up first or speaking in front of, I just did not like speaking in front of people, but, um, being in sales 365 days of the year, you're talking to high key decision makers and you're talking to grown up grownups that is going to going through interview processes to you name it, you're going to have to handle objections. So that's all a conversation is, is just handling objections and knowing how to navigate through it. And something that I I figured out is it's not what you know, it's who you know. And it took me a while to learn that. And I don't care what industry you're in, you might have to work extremely hard to get your foot in the door. But once you're in the door and you make connections, that networking starts. So for you now, you're teaching your coaching everything now is about your resume of what you do coaching and statistics on the school side once you know somebody from coaching it you're gonna be able to move around and bounce around because now you got your foot in the door same thing with me once i got into the energy uh, industry and sales it was i had to really hustle to learn the material of what i'm selling and then i went to a new company and now i'm forced uh blessed I'm blessed to have this opportunity. I go into a new company. It's now, it's now that I'm on my third company. Now I feel like I know more connections. And now it's like you can network. And if you go to the fitness side of it, um, by you being big or you having some like you being super lean, you being cut, it it builds some credibility for you and people are gonna come up to you. And then that's how you network doing that way. So it's definitely big, but I still stand on the whole point of do your own work and then let people come to you because it's how I was brought up. Yeah. I've never been the guy to be like, hey, man, um, I see you doing your thing. I see you doing that. Hey, do you mind if uh, me and you get like a video or something we can do like a collab? That's never been me. Me neither. I go to gyms and any gym I've ever been through from Brenham to College Station to Lubbock to Houston to Michigan. I go into any gym and I won't say nothing to nobody for the first four five months everybody everybody would come to me and be like man you're big you're this and this and then we'll we'll form that relationship off of that but i'm not about to be no dude to go up to you and be like hey man i like what you're doing man can we get a picture real quick 
you ain't never gonna see London say that in their life. That's just not me. Cause I like I told you, I feel like I got 400 million followers in my head. So if you if you got a hundred some cast cool for you, I'm happy for you, I'm blessed for you. But I just never been me. I'm more about getting my shit out the mud. So that is how I feel. Yeah, no, I mean, I understand that it's, it's a pride aspect of it. And I think that's what we're talking about at the end. It's it's okay to have pride in yourself and to believe in yourself. I think where the balance is, is that not letting your pride hinder your, your development or hinder your opportunities or stop you from gaining an opportunity. I think that's the main thing in terms of like, you know, learning how to break your shell as an introvert is like, okay, if this could help me be something greater, that's more important than me trying to put on the front. You know what I'm saying? Or me trying to act like I'm not, I can't be vulnerable. It's like, nah, these people can help me. And they're being genuine. They're being it's nice. hard though. It is hard. It is hard. Hard. Cause like, I don't, I'm very moody. So it's like you, this is what I think comes with networking. Yeah. You always have to be nice. I'm not always trying to be nice. So there's some days I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. So they're going to be like, well, we was just, I just helped you. Like we both talk every time. That's why I don't put myself put myself and try to ask people for help too much because I feel like everybody needs something in return. Now yeah. there's some people who just being genuine. Like I just, from the kindness of my heart, thank you so much, man. I'm blessed for that, but I just haven't seen it too much. So it's hard for me to break my shell of introvert because I'm very highly introverted, yeah. but it is good to network. I'm not sitting there saying networking is bad. I think networking is definitely amazing, but um, I just, in my opinion, I respect people who really get it out the from nothing and like you got a little bit of help don't get me wrong get a little bit of help but majority of their work was from them no i, I agree with that i mean most definitely it's a balancing act and again mm -hmm. is being selective on who you choose to trust that's why like when people will say like your circles are so small it's like yeah it has to be like, I, I, can't trust, I can't trust everyone like i and especially how i've seen people rock it's like people are cutthroat and people snake I mean, that, that people will say that that sounds cynical, but that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing is just being very selective on who I choose to trust, who I even choose to tell who my dreams do. Because there are some who will say, okay, let me take it to try to, you know, snake his dream and let me try to take his dream from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, or the 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 secret, the sneak, the sneak this, you sneak hate on you. Like, I don't think he really got that in him. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, okay, if, you, if you're going to rock with me, great. And I'll be loyal to, but if you're not, no problem. I can't really rock with you. Yeah. yeah. That's to me you saying those examples and i know they're like actually real life examples because that's happened before mm -hmm. i can't even fathom even saying that about my homeboys yeah like i got homeboys who really blew up and i couldn't be i cheer for them like they cheering for themselves i'm like to regardless of what it is like bro you doing successful i just never been no hate has never been something in my heart so i'm like i just see the bigger picture of everything so it's like if you say you blew it right i feel like i've made a relationship to you to the point where like i know that i'm not going to ever ask for anything but like you will present something to me and be like you're gonna have to work for this but i, I definitely will like try to help you whatever and then you go to to me i think that's the type of relationship i have with my friends because i'm like i'm not ever going to ask my they're not obligated to give me anything so if you made 16 60 million dollars a year mm -hmm. i don't ask you for a quarter because that's not my money mm -hmm. so it's like i just want to i'm just happy for you to get the success and i think that's what i think comes with that is i just can't even fathom you saying that because there's some people out here in this world who are like oh let me take a success from him. let me try to 
backdoor him and make sure he can't get nothing else. Like to me, that's just weird. But hey, that's yeah. that that's sounds life. like the wire, man. I mean, that's that's the truth. It's like you know, the truth is it doesn't hurt. The truth isn't good to hear, but it, it it's understand. You need to understand it. You know what I'm saying? And um, at the end of the day, you just have to understand like what what karma is a muff, a muff, You know what I'm saying? And I I very just, real. Um, keep my karma as clean and as pure as I can. And, and at the end of the day, I, I look at every person who's a success story as, a, as validation and as an example that it can be done. If they could do it, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? I just got to learn. I just got to keep on pivoting. And there's a, enough of a sample size there. You know, I just got to put in the work and that's all I'm built for. You feel me? All right, all right man. Well, we've gotten through. I mean, that was a good little episode this week. Yeah, we um, talking. I, it was talking and i think at the end of the day like what we're trying to do with this podcast is just build a holistic community where you know it's people who are well-rounded and who have all facets covered so dating aspect mental aspect career aspect and we keep on going as we evolve the good thing about us is we're young and we're doing it in real time you know but uh we don't know everything and so the beauty is we get to learn and we get to learn with our community of family you feel me what i'm trying to bring to this podcast is bring some authentic vibes back in this world. So if I can bring, cause I think there's a lot of just fakeness going around in this world. Okay. I think that's why I think this podcast we present is just straight, just being ourselves and people just hearing being real. Like a lot of people hate a lot of those podcasts being real, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, it's not about, it's about how you present the real. There's some people who would just be just ignorant and just say whatever. I, I try to come and say facts and come with just things that will help everybody. But I also will tell you, I don't know everything. So if somebody comes back with an opinion and be like, well, I don't agree with that. This is how you should look at it. And I could say, well, this is how I look at it. And be like, okay, I like how you saw it. I like how you saw it. And you come to agree to disagree. But I just want to bring that just realness back in the world because I come from a whole different background from Detroit so it's like for me it's weird seeing a lot of people act funny and move weird so that's kind of where I kind of want to bring back from this podcast that's a fact I mean they said everything but especially in dating where you know two sides are just everyone it's the other side's fault I'm like let's come together and let's really hash a lot of this stuff out because you and I have that ability but not a lot of people don't so that's where yeah. another you know other fellow dudes on the show to be able okay what's really going on what y'all thinking we can talk that language, but then also being able to bring women on here and just kind of just have a conversation. No pressure, no ulterior motive. We're just trying to understand. We're just trying to listen. You know what I'm saying? And we just kind of be able to depict that these conversations can't be had. You know what I mean? So, but that was sure. sweet. I'll do it for this week, y'all. Um, again, we appreciate y'all listening and supporting us. You can follow us on Instagram. Follow the YouTube. Follow us on yeah listening platforms including anchor spotify and have a podcast london you got anything else before we close out um i don't but i just appreciate y'all for watching weekly um my instagram is london underscore ogletree um yeah i appreciate you guys bro all right my instagram is over mike we'll catch y'all next week and much love to y'all around, feet on the ground with a proof you wrong mindset i'd rather go out on my sword to have my mind tap the ones with eyes can never see, I make the blind clap. I'm bringing back that type of sound that wants to find rap. Divine rap, homie.